That was Don Jr. arriving at week seven of the New York Attorney General civil fraud trial. You heard the chants of people who were out there yelling crime family, crime family, crime family. I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. So last week, week six, the New York Attorney General prosecutors rested their case in chief. This week, the Trumps, Donald Trump, Don Jr., Eric, uh, and any other defendant who wants to, gets to put on their defense in the case. And the first witness the defense called in this case involving fraudulent valuations of the Trump parties on a persistent and systemic basis, they called Don Jr. Now, when Don Jr. was called, you see Don Jr. right there in the courtroom. You know, I was wondering, you know, what in the world is Don Jr. going to even testify to? We covered his testimony during the cross-examination when he was called in the state's case in chief. And he said that he had no knowledge of the statement of financial conditions, that he barely reviewed them at all. In fact, Don Jr. did not even know that his name was attached to like the main document that made him a a co-trustee of the Trump revocable trust that over... Uh, saw all of the Trump uh, companies like the Trump organization, like Mar-a-Lago and all the various LLCs. So he essentially knew nothing. In fact, the judge presiding over the case, Judge Ngoran said, I just want to be very clear. You don't know anything about the statement of financial conditions, which is at the heart of this case. Is that true? And Don Jr. said that is true. And so when I talked about this on Legal AF, I just assumed because these are the Trumps that Don Jr. would probably show up with some selective memory now and go, oh, well, now I do remember things. Now I do remember these things. And that's kind of exactly what he did um, as he started to testify in the morning session of his uh, testimony. And it's even worse than that, though. The way they're trying to utilize Don Jr. in the defense is to try to put into the record some PowerPoint presentation about the history of the Trump organization, which uh, Don Jr. refers to as a Horatio Algers rags to riches story. Horatio Algers was an author in the uh, 19th century who wrote uh, stories mostly for teenage boys about these kind of rags to riches stories and So this whole PowerPoint presentation is showing how he and the Trump organization are this rag to riches story and how great the Trump organization is. The New York attorney general prosecutor objected and goes, why is this relevant at all? Like this makes no sense why they're even doing this. And the Trump organization lawyers wanted to put on this whole PowerPoint presentation about the history of the Trump organization, the history of their properties, and they never even produced the PowerPoint during the discovery phase. But Judge Ngoron's like, look, prosecutors, you, you, you went for six months in this case. I got all of the evidence. The Trump people and the lawyers, they want to talk about how great they think the Trump organization is. L- let them do their presentation right now. Because Judge Ngoran knows exactly what the defense is trying to do here. They're trying to bait him into not allowing in evidence 
So ultimately that they could try to appeal when there is a, uh, another judgment issued against them. Recall, there's already a summary judgment order against them finding that they engaged in fraud. So the reality is, is that none of this uh, information that they want to put in would be relevant at all to anything at issue in this case. But, you know, the judge is like, let them, you know, this isn't a jury trial. This is before me, the judge. I'm the trier of fact. If they want to use Don Jr. to try to tell the history of the Trump organization and that makes them feel good, just let them do it. Lomi is the only appliance that prevents food waste from stinking up your kitchen and polluting the planet. Now that I've invested in a Lomi, it's changed the way I deal with my food waste. Lomi is the biggest innovation in the modern day kitchen since the dishwasher. Lomi has helped me turn my home into a climate solution. Now I can transform my organic waste into nutrient-rich Lomi earth that I can feed to my plants, lawn, or garden instead of sending it to the landfill. I can help the environment and make my life easier. In just four hours, Lomi transforms almost anything you eat into nutrient-rich plant food at the push of a button. It's smart, simple food recycling that fits my space perfectly. Cut the chore of doing the trash in half and eliminate bugs and odors in your kitchen. And here's the bonus, you get to feed your lawn and garden with an all-natural fertilizer that you just created out of your food scraps. All my food scraps, plant clippings, and even those leftovers I forgot in the back of the fridge can go back into my garden, helping me grow more nutritious food at home. I learned that food waste makes up a huge portion of our personal carbon footprint also. By reducing the amount of food I send to landfill, I'm helping to do my part for the planet. Whether you want to start making a positive environmental impact or just grow a beautiful garden, Lomi is is perfect for you. Head to Lomi.com slash Midas and use the promo code Midas to get $50 off your Lomi. That's $50 off when you head to Lomi.com slash Midas and use the promo code Midas at checkout. Thank you, Lomi, for sponsoring this episode. Adam Klasfeld, hat tip to him, who's in the courtroom, as well as Lisa Rubin and some other uh, reporters. They've kind of captured just the oddity of what's been going on with Don Jr. So Don Jr. begins by talking about his history as a bartender for 18 months, which he said he enjoyed, and then somehow referenced the fact that after 9-11, that's when he decided to work at the Trump Organization. So he tells this story about being this bartender and coming from humble roots, and then 9-11 happens, and then he decides, I got to work for the Trump Organization, as though that's like some patriotic uh, duty. And then Don Jr. rattles off some of the properties he's worked on, including Trump Park Avenue, Trump Tower Chicago, Trump Las Vegas, and others. And Don Jr. says, quote, some people saw incredible value in the Trump brand. What's interesting is, is that, you know, who didn't see the incredible value? You, because you didn't see the statement of financial conditions, even though you purport to be one of the leaders of the organization. Then Don Jr., I think, threw his other siblings under the bus, specifically Ivanka here, because Don Jr. says that the modus operandi of the Trump organization 
was that it is a meritocracy and that all he and all of his siblings collectively worked on everything, but each of us ha- sort of had our own projects. And what's interesting about that testimony to me is Ivanka was dismissed by the appellate division um, on the statute of limitations grounds, saying that she was not involved in working on the Trump organization during the relevant period of time. But here, Don Jr. is saying that we were collectively on the projects. I think the New York Attorney General can use that and say, look, they're saying even Don Jr.'s testimony here was that Ivanka was working collectively and they all had their things, but they all worked collectively. Don Jr. then describes the Trump story and then there's that PowerPoint that they want to show. So the New York Attorney General So we never seen this document, the Trump story. You're showing a PowerPoint on the Trump story. We object, Your Honor. And then the judge is like, look, uh, we let you speak for six uh, weeks. Let them introduce their evidence or their PowerPoint. I'll let them talk about how great they think the Trump organization is. And just so you, you get a sense of like what this PowerPoint says on page one, quote, For more than four decades, the Trump Organization has set new standards of excellence as it it has expanded its interest in world-class hotels, luxury real estate, top-tier buildings, championship golf clubs, merchandise, and entertainment, and event management. Then Don Jr. describes his grandfather's rise as the Horatio Alger story, rags to riches, how he pulled himself up by his bootstraps. And then the New York attorney general lawyer said said jokingly, well, I guess they don't have any statute of limitations arguments anymore now that we're going back to the 1900s. But forget the 1900s. (laughs) I think the New York attorney general lawyer was off by still like 50 years. Horatio Alger was writing in the 1800s. And then the defense kept going through this slideshow about the Trump organization that has nothing to do with this case. And that's when Judge Goran said, I'll just let them, if they want to talk about it, let them talk about the Trump organization. It is, it, 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 it is what it is. And they went back as Don Jr. tries to give the history of the Trump organization. I mean, it's so pathetic. It has nothing to do with this case. And the fact that they even think like this is something you do in a case like this is so odd, but the judge is just going to say, look, whatever, just let it happen. But then again, you've got Don Jr. who conducts interviews with uh, uh, an uh, avatar called Cat Turd and brags about interviewing a Cat Turd for exclusive interview. So there you have it, folks. We'll keep you updated. Hit subscribe. We're on our way to 2 million subscribers here at the Midas Touch Network. Check us out at patreon.com slash Midas Touch and have a great day. Hey, Midas Mighty. Love this report? Continue the conversation by following us on Instagram at Midas Touch to keep up with the most important news of the day. What are you waiting for? Follow us now.